Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and every Sunday is Psalm Sunday. I'll be reading one or two psalms and explaining how they point to Jesus Christ and the good news of his true salvation and or Bible prophecy. I'll also show you how to pray the psalms. I pray that as you hear God's word, it will inspire you to study the Bible daily for yourself. Seek the truth. I pray that God opens your heart, eyes, and mind to understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to tell you. As you become rooted in the word, you'll also be rooted in the hope, joy, and peace that only the living God, Jesus Christ, can give. Be blessed. Psalm 54, how to rely on God each time you need hope and help. When you look around at what's going on in the world today, it does seem hopeless. If you focus on the bad news and the hope of the good news fades away fast. In this Psalm, David gives us a prayer to pray when we need hope, which is every day. Let's dig in. Psalm 54. For the choir director, a Psalm or masculine of David regarding the time the Ziphites came and said to Saul, we know where David is hiding to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Come with great power, O God, and rescue me. Defend me with your might. Listen to my prayer, O God. Pay attention to my plea, for strangers are attacking me. Violent people are trying to kill me. They care nothing for God. And he has an interlude here. That means the, the word in some... Translations to Selah, which is pause and reflect. Verse four, but God is my helper. The Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them. I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. That's Psalm 54. This is a typical need hope psalm or need help psalm. And this is one of many. And they have the same structure. There's an anxious plea for help. Then a realization that God is their only hope. And then there's gratitude, praise, and worship. Well, what's going on? Well, David wrote this psalm when he was being hunted by King Saul, and you'll find the story in 1 Samuel 23. And if you're not familiar with that, then click on over to my blog. The link is in the show notes and click on the link for 1 Samuel 23. I've done a study on that. David faced betrayal from his own countrymen. He didn't know who he could trust. Consequently, David ran to the only person he could trust, God. David knew that God has an unchanging character. In other words, when friends and family betray you, God is still there no matter what. He has your back. And God keeps his promises. God anointed David as king of Israel, and he was not going to let Saul and his minions get in the way of his ultimate plan. And by the way, his ultimate plan is found in 2 Samuel 7. Um, and again, click on over to my blog and check on, click on his ultimate plan to, to check out the details on that. David also um, knew that vengeance is God's. He doesn't have to worry about it. 
We don't either. The wicked will get theirs. We see that in the book of Revelation. In the end, David is so grateful that he promises to make a voluntary offering. Um, that is a sacrifice or offering above and beyond tithing 10%. So where's the gospel when you need hope? Well, the folks who spoken gospel explain, quote, in a world of enemies and flaky allies, we need a name we can trust to save us. And God has given us his name. God's name is Jesus. Jesus is the embodied, visible, and tangible faithfulness of God to his people. Jesus promises to be the only name that never flakes. When Jesus walked among his people, his experience was similar to David's. He knew what it was like to have his own kinsmen turn against him. One of his own disciples betrayed him. He handed him over to his murderous enemies. Nevertheless, Jesus trusted God and did not take vengeance into his own hands. He knew God would remain faithful to his own name. And God raised Jesus from the dead just as God delivered David. And now Jesus offers deliverance to all who trust that his name is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The goodness of his name will not let evil go unpunished. And when Jesus returns, God's good and faithful name will overcome the evil and flakiness of humanity. The people we trust in life will change names and sides, but Jesus remains faithful because he cannot change who he, he is. He is forever faithful and true, a sure refuge in a world of flaky fidelity. That's again from spoken gospel, and it's perfect. <laughs> it's so true. So how do you pray Psalm 54 when you need hope or help, assistance, and you don't know who to trust? Well, praying to God shouldn't be programmed and ritualistic. Praying to God is simply talking to him. Furthermore, it's nice and easy when you pray his words right back to right back at him. First, that helps you memorize the word and keep it in your heart. You file it away and it miraculously comes to mind when you need it. Second, he knows that you're reading and understanding the scriptures. That is, you're making an honest attempt to get closer to him. That's building a relationship with him. So take a piece of paper or a journal and write the psalm down in your own words. And it could sound something like this. And I, I, I'm adding a few uh choices of what you can pray for so whatever your situation is could be anything you can add that in there you can customize the prayer to your particular needs come with great power O oh god and rescue or help me defend me with your might listen to my prayer O oh god pay attention to my plea for strangers are attacking or insulting or persecuting me. Violent people or diseases or plagues are trying to kill or harm me and or my family. They care nothing for God, but you, God, are my helper, Lord. You keep me alive. May the evil plans of, of my or our enemies be turned against them. Do as you promised and put an end to them for vengeance is yours. In gratitude, I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. 
for you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. That's, again, my own paraphrase on Psalm 54. So who do you trust? Who do you turn to when you need hope? You cannot rely on a church, the Pope, a religion, rites and rituals, praying to dead people like Mary or dead saints or asking a dead person to pray for you. Seriously, how ridiculous and absurd is that? An employer, family, politicians, friends, many have their own agendas and will not give your well-being importance, but not Jesus. Do you have a relationship with Jesus? In Revelation 3.20, he, he told us, look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. Isn't it about time you let him in? So what are you waiting for? Invite Jesus into your heart and receive the gift of grace and the confident hope of eternal life. You don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. There's a prayer in the show notes, or you can click on over to my blog and click where it says how to know Jesus. And I got to tell you, it amazes me how God knows exactly what praise and worship songs need to be at the bottom of my Sunday blog. And, and this week, the two songs um, that I have there, again, click on the link is in my show notes. These two songs were part of the worship at my church this morning. One of them is called I Speak Jesus. And the other one is Christ Alone Cornerstone. And when you listen to these songs, and you can sing along with them, because I post the YouTube videos with the lyrics on there with the words, sing along and worship the Lord. And they're very comforting songs because they, they give you the assurance that you can trust Jesus, that Jesus is there for you. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. If you're just starting to read the Bible and prefer to hold a book in your hands rather than use an app, it's a good idea to get a study Bible. But which version or translation is best? There are too many to choose from. As a former Catholic, it helped me to have a Bible translation in plain, everyday English. When I first started going back to church, a well-meaning friend told me to get a King James Version. Well, guess what? I got frustrated with the these and the thousands, stopped reading it, totally defeating the purpose. Eventually, I got the new international version, and that was great for a new Christian to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Today, I also study from the New Living Translation. I'm an affiliate of Christian Book Distributors, and I've chosen two study Bibles that would be great for the new Christian believer. Check them out. The link is in the show notes. Thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit, the author of Scripture, touched your heart to reveal the gospel truth that our hope of salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. I encourage you to read the Bible daily and seek the truth for yourself. I recommend that you download two free Bible study apps, the YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. Friends, we are living in strange, crazy times, the last days, the end times. But know that things aren't falling apart, they are falling into place. Jesus said in Revelation 3, 20-22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. 
if you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. Peter told us in 2 Peter 3.9, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed or perish, but wants everyone to repent. Jesus is coming back soon. Are you ready? Repent of your sins and invite Jesus into your heart right now. If you don't know what to say, there's a prayer in the show notes and on my blog. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 14, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.